0: Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast.
1: Welcome to Beyond Ordinary Women to the, uh, all the viewers and listeners out here. Uh, we are on session two of a series called Finding the Right Speaker for Your Group, and today I have Rebecca Carroll with us. Hi, Rebecca.
0: Hi, thank you for having me again.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Rebecca has been in Christian radio for almost 10 years, and she's been in radio a lot longer, um, and she has been a speaker for about that same amount of time, and she's also in seminary, so she's got a lot of experience in this uh, subject matter uh, but you can check out her uh, bio on our website and just you'll learn even more about her. Uh, so she's a dear friend and this is just a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation about what women's ministers need to know about finding a speaker. Uh, so let's talk about fit. Now we've already talked a few you know basics on how to find one but when you see someone you're interested in and you think oh this this is a great speaker she's got a lot of knowledge. How do you know, like, what are some things to look for as far as do they fit what I need, what my ladies need?
0: Right. So this, (laughs) this is something that I learned uh, a little bit the hard way because I did this for about a year without really knowing what I was doing when I ran a mom's ministry. And I would say the first thing as to whether or not a woman is a fit to speak to your women is you really need to know her foundational beliefs. You need to know if she lines up doctrinally with what your church believes because, and, and this is a kindness to the speaker as well because, I don't know of any speakers who would want to go into a place and then speak on or teach something that is contrary to what you and your church believe. And so if your your potential speaker has this listed on her website, and quite a few of them do, but not all of them would think to do that, then that's a simple place to start. But I would say this is absolutely worth a conversation if you two are of different denominations. And I don't think that needs to be a hindrance at all. I've spoken at just about, I I, I can't, I, I mean, there's only a handful of denominations that I haven't. Um, where I haven't spoken to those groups, but that's the biggest thing that you're going to want to know. And then I would say the second thing after that is know your women and know where they are right now and and what their needs are and make sure that the personality type is a fit for, for what you're looking for. In the last session, we talked about having a clear objective for what you want to accomplish. And there may be some speakers that are just phenomenal in this area, but for what you're looking for, it may not be the best fit. I know that uh, probably nine times out of 10, when I am asked to speak, I usually have um, a a 30 to 45 minute conversation with the women's ministry leader beforehand. And that's just a time where we're figuring out if we are a fit for each other and uh, if I can meet their needs. And so um, conversation is pretty pretty necessary.
1: Okay, that's a great idea. Um, So the personal connection, talking directly with them, um, were there any like specific questions that they asked you?
0: Yeah, they, they ask me uh, about what I believe uh, some of them have asked if I have a ministry philosophy. And usually it's just a getting to know you and the, the women's minister has usually been pretty clear. This is what we are looking for. You know, this is our theme. This is what our expectations are. This is what we've had in the past. This went well in the past. This didn't go well in the past. And the speaker will also be most likely assessing whether or not they can meet your needs at that. Point point. Okay. So as
1: the leader, whoever's doing the search, come with that kind of information ready. Uh, what went well, what didn't go well, what, right. what you're really looking for and not right. be afraid that, Hey, this might or might not work. Um, right. Even oh, this,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Even if this is a, a highly known person or super popular and you've been dying to get her there, be ready for maybe not. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because when you are working with someone who has a, a really big platform and is known on the national or the international level, I, I think your chances probably go down a little bit that they will be able to work with you specifically on topics and themes. Not across the board, that that is not a generalization, but you will want to make sure, you know, because they may need to write new content for that and and their schedule just might not allow it. Um, A lot of times when these speakers are speaking, you know, four, six times a month, they only have a set amount of messages that they can work with. And so if that's not a fit for your event, you need to know that up front. Okay.
1: All right. Talk to me about red flags. Uh, if you're a leader and, you know, you you think you might have somebody, what are red flags that you need to be aware of to make you back off?
0: Okay. So for the last five years, we um, at KCBI have been putting on a, a major women's conference, the Heart Strong Faith Women's Bible Conference. And we've had lesser known names and we've had some of the biggest known names. And I will say, The number one red flag that you want to look for is accessibility and communication. So if you never have a chance to talk to the speaker before the event, just be prepared that everything that you are looking for may not have been communicated to them. And that does not necessarily mean that it's going to derail your event, but just I'm, I'm all about managing expectations. So the speaker's accessibility is going to play a high role in whether or not they are able to give you exactly what you as the Women's Ministry Director are looking for. I, you know, that's that's probably the the biggest red flag I can, I can think of right now, because if the lines of communication are open, then there really shouldn't be, hopefully barring something unexpected, there shouldn't be a whole lot of wrinkles. Uh, I would say also you want to talk to other people about other to other women's ministry directors about that speaker, you know, did they promise one thing, but then did they not deliver one of the, the biggest complaints that I have heard as a speaker is that they hired a speaker, but then they never saw her except when she was speaking. So maybe, you know, maybe this is an event where you really want your women to gel with each other and you don't really need the speaker mingling with your, your women. Well, that's great. But if this is an event where you are hoping for a lot of interaction, the speaker is going to be accessible to your women. These are just things you want to know up front.
1: Okay. Contracts. Uh, Speaking of expectations, are there like general contracts out there? How might a women's minister find one or create one? And are there any, well, what are the crucial elements to it?
0: Okay. So this is going to be depending on the size of your church. Most likely Uh, some of the bigger mega churches I've worked with have a legal team and they are putting together the contracts. So if that's what you're working with, then you have someone taking care of that for you, depending on probably the, the size of your speaker's speaking ministry, depending on the size of their platform, uh, they will likely have one. I have worked with one and without one, and I'm, I'm one of those speakers where that, that's not because I don't have a lot of published work and a lot of published media out there that I need to protect, or that a publisher has rights to, that's, something, that's not something I, I ever need to worry about, but if you are bringing in someone who does have a lot of video content out there, who does have published Bible studies and does have copyright on their material, then there are going to be a few more hoops to jump through. That doesn't mean um, it's going to be difficult. It just means there are going to be some layers. You may not be able to distribute the media. If you are recording the conference or the retreat, they, they probably will not allow you to have the rights to it. Those are things that are going to be in a contract. The primary concern of the contract, I would say, is that you are uh, securing that speaker's time and that because they are holding that time for you they, they may ask you to pay a certain percentage of the speaker's fee up front. and then if you cancel the event they will hold on to that if they have to cancel the event they will they will give that back to you.
1: Okay very good. Yeah there's a lot of layers to these things and there are. Yeah. Okay We're going to transition into the next portion of this series. It's going to come at the same topic, but from the opposite perspective, from the perspective of the speaker. So thank you for your time. And uh, again, you can find these videos uh, and this whole series on the beyondordinarywomen.org website. So we will say goodbye. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you,
0: Kelly. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.